0: Hey, and welcome to the Simply Create Business Podcast. These episodes focus on businesses based in the London and Essex area. We are bringing you their stories, the journey, and a great insight into them as people and their businesses. In each episode, we explore where it all started, where they are now, and what's next. We're back again with a brand new guest. His name is Chris Walker. He owns an artisan business called Harfi. He's gone from playing poker to jumping into sales, and now he owns his own business. Another great guest on the podcast who shares their journey, their stories, and advice. Okay, let's go. Okay, so uh, Chris, we're gonna basically dive straight in. It's a, it's a cold audio track right now. We're gonna warm it up with some quick fire questions. Are you ready? Let's do this. Okay, um, Jaffa cakes, are they a biscuit or a cake? Biscuit. Uh, Takeaway or restaurant? Restaurant. Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Mac or PC? PC. Autumn or spring? Spring. Music while you work or silence? Silence. If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
1: Slow down time.
0: Good one. Uh, What is your least favorite chore?
1: Uh packing boxes and operations <laughs> generally.
0: Uh one thing you would definitely take to a desert desert island? Uh knife. Morning person or a night person?
1: Uh morning now.
0: Now that's interesting. Uh, that's,
1: that's switched, yeah. You definitely used to be nocturnal.
0: Uh favorite album, past or present?
1: Um Chainsmokers, Collage.
0: I don't know it, but I might check it out now. <laughs> uh peanut hey. butter crunchy or smooth? um smooth uh cats or dogs dogs great uh that's the quick fire questions over have you got a question you would like to find out um that i could ask uh, podcasters in the future something you would think would be a good either or question
1: either or. okay um night in or night out okay great
0: um okay so we're going to get jump straight into the beginning and that's kind of where we want to start um that's just a little bit of a, a warm up so people can get a feel of a, a little bit of your character obviously not but, um, <laughs> but we're going to uh start off by basically finding about out about you so chris can you tell us um yeah anything about you really your hobbies uh what you're interested in um where you grew up kind of just
1: summarize all about chris um so i guess i grew up in um grew up in Hertfordshire um and then had sort of a conventional um, experience. Went 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 to university. I've always been keen on sports, like any type of sport, either watching or playing. I've always been extremely competitive. Not I guess not just sports, even like board games against my my gran. Anything Amazing. I always want to sort. Of, you know, I, I want to win. Um, so in particular, I guess football, tennis, uh, badminton. Uh, what football? football? A of, uh, oh, it's a sore subject now after yesterday. But I'm an Arsenal fan. Okay, yeah.
0: Uh we'll we'll move uh, on just because uh yeah, no tears this early on in the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was uh not not a good experience. Um but yeah, I've got an Arsenal season ticket as well. So that's something I've done for the past few years. Amazing. Uh but uh, yeah, unfortunately that's uh since I got the ticket, I was on the waiting list for about fifteen years and then when they're in hybrid and then they moved to a bigger stadium. Um and yeah, since, since then we haven't done done so well, but it's something I do with my dad and it's um, nice. Yeah, something I enjoy. But yeah, generally I like I like playing over over watching. Um, outside of that, in terms of hobbies, uh, go go to the gym uh, quite quite regularly. Socializing, all the kind of normal stuff, hanging out with my girlfriend, my family, mm-hmm. um, um, and yeah, just focusing focusing on the the business really.
0: Okay, great. L- which leads us nicely into the business. So, yeah, tell yeah. us about your business. Tell us what you're up to. Tell us how you got started. How it all came about. Um, the journey and the story is really important for uh, for anyone kind of listening, really.
1: Yeah, I guess I can go a bit further back. So, I've got quite an interesting background. So, at university, I, I you know I studied uh, philosophy. So, I wasn't particularly vocational. I'm you know most people think I do like maths or economics. I'm more of kind of a numbers guy, but yeah, I went into philosophy. I wasn't really sure what I was—I was going to do—and um, actually started playing a little bit of uh, poker there. So I don't know. Do you, do you play any poker yourself? I have played poker, yeah, even
0: in Las Vegas—not uh, not professional, Vegas. just just have played it, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was out. Um, yeah, been out, been out in Vegas a few times, um, and I uh, went to at University, and there had a big poker society. So anyway, I, I started playing that for a bit, and I started doing doing pretty well. So after university, I had sort of a couple of jobs here and there. Um, nothing too serious. wasn't really sure what sort of direction I wanted to to take. I didn't have a, like a clear path, um, and I was doing progressively well on the the poker. So I was like, let's just you know, it didn't. really I was actually costing me money to have a job. So I thought, let's uh, <laughs> let's just see how how it goes. You yeah, know yeah, what, where, where this goes. Um, I had had a lot of success. I guess the first uh, I did it for like seven years in total. So quite an unconventional um, career path, and it's something I kind of just fell into, and then. Uh, I did, did quite well year on year, so and at, at no point did it really make sense for me to look elsewhere. But I guess around sort of five years in, I started feeling slightly like empty. I was like, well, is this? You know, where's you know when you get to like your late twenties, you're like, where's my life going?'" And I was like, "I don't want to be playing poker in, in ten years' time. Um, it's too it's too solitary. Yeah. There's no value add. It's kind of a zero sum game. You're not giving anything back. Mm-hmm. It's very nocturnal, <laughs> like going back to like night yeah. or day." I was extremely uh nocturnal person and it wasn't really conducive to having like a healthy family life if i was wanting to have a family down the line so i was sort of progressing forward and thinking what you know what, what do i want to do with my life um i don't just want to do this and it was a very specific skill set you know with uh you know i know i play cards but it's uh <laughs> not necessarily that like transferable to other things okay yeah and i always like to kind of push myself i was getting very comfortable um so I was I'm, I'm always conscious that I want to push myself, I want to improve. So I sort of sat down and thought about what what, what the action plan was. I always had like in the back of my mind that I wanted to start a business. Yeah. But I didn't have any kind of industry experience. I've never worked in a um I had a few jobs, but nothing serious, not in like a proper uh, company, seeing how a company's run from the inside.
0: Okay.
1: Uh so I went into sales for a couple of years just to to try that out. I thought that would be quite useful skills to have and also to see. Uh, just to test out how our companies run. Makes sense. Uh, try and pick up, yeah. Try and pick up a few new sort of skill sets and something different, completely different to what I was doing before. Because um, poker is obviously solitary. I was I was focusing on what what I'm doing, but I wasn't, you know, focusing outward. So I thought in sales, it's you've got to be very gregarious, outgoing. You always meet new people, trying different things, and I'll be focusing on something that was very different to what I was doing before. But it's also quite meritocratic in the sense that if you go into sales and you're quite good, you can climb up quickly. Of course, yeah. Um, obviously, in, in yeah normal career, you start. You know, I had to start at the bottom, so I was going to take a huge pay cut to to get into this role. Um, I was unlike most other people. They were like coming out from uni. They were like chasing their bonus and stuff. That was super important for me. Yeah. I was coming from a totally different angle of trying to improve myself. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, and I, you know, I wasn't the sort of person that I'd normally they took a bit of a gamble on me, I guess, because I would have. I would have worked for no money, just commission only. I just wanted to throw myself in the deep end and uh, try, try something different and, yeah, pick up some new skills. Amazing. Uh, but, yeah, it was never a long-term plan, I guess, to do sales the whole time, but it was just to pick up something else. And maybe that would, just by throwing myself out of that comfort zone, it would put me into uh, – I'd come up with new ideas and inspiration because before that I felt I had a lack of confidence to actually start a business. Okay. Because I was like, you know, where do I start? You know, I didn't have – I'd already ran a poker business before. I used to, um, yeah, stake, stake lots of players in the sense that I would finance them and they'd work for me and I'd, I'd coach them. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I decided that you know I wanted to get away from poker altogether because otherwise I'd just be sort of stuck in this this niche. Yeah. And I wanna, you know, I wanna expand my horizon. I don't wanna be, the, you know, the poker guy. I wanna, there's a lot more things I wanna achieve in, in life. And I don't, you know, when I hit 30, I was like, okay, well, in late 20s, I was like, okay, let's. Let's try something different. Yeah. Um Nothing tried, nothing gained. I think that is that the phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah. So jumping forward to so then, when I left the, I left the sales job after a couple of years. um Especially the first year was very useful. I thought I gained a lot of uh, useful skills, and I felt a lot more confidence about trying something different. So I guess my first approach was to apply to a few startups because this was quite a, a massive uh, company that I was working for. Yep. And I thought, let's go into a startup first, and then then start my own business. Uh, so I had a few interviews with a few startups. Um, and most of the time I was just left with this feeling, actually, uh, I could just do it myself. You know, <laughs> I sat there, I was like, well, there's no reason why I can't do this myself. Like, unless I was really picky on, like, if I went into a startup, it would have to be for someone that I could learn a lot from. I was kind of craving for kind of a business mentor. Yeah. And again, I wasn't going in there for the salary. i would be going in there for the experience and to, you know, like, build my skill set up a bit.
0: Yeah, learn and grow. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just grow. I, I was conscious that perhaps I was deficient in certain areas because i have been so focused on my goal of, uh, being successful at uh, poker. And then I was like, well, I'm not gonna have to start the bottom of something else. And that was kind of scary because your, your identity is quite closely matched to, to what you're doing. So I was like, I know I'm successful at this and now I'm transitioning to something else. I've got to kind of prove myself again. Um,
0: but there's a so creative after- nature coming out in you, right?
1: I am, I'm crazy competitive, and so, uh, I think that helps for a business, right, because cool. you have to, um, it gives you that drive and determination that if you start something, um, and when I said I'm going to start this business, I'll put my neck on the line, and I'm not going to do it unless I think I can do it okay, you know, because I've, yeah. I've got my pride, and if I, if I don't succeed, then uh, yeah, take, take hits my pride, um, and if I really, whenever I've been really passionate about something, that has generally led to success, because I've really just Putting the hard work and the grind, and it's not doesn't you know it doesn't even feel like a grind because it's your passion. It's what you want to do. Put Um, your all
0: into it because you want to put your all into it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, look about a lot of people. Obviously, they have their their careers, but a lot of people, I guess, kind of fall into it and they might find it okay. Uh, But I think to really succeed at something, well, for me anyway, I need to really be passionate about what I'm doing. I need to get up in the morning and feel passionate about getting closer to my end goal. So with with this business, it's about. yeah, just trying to trying to grow the business to the point where I want it to be. So I guess moving forward with that background to so sort of how the business came about. I yeah. uh, had, had a few, so I knew I wanted to start a business, but I didn't really, I knew, didn't want to be poker. And that's what I, I knew before. So I, I want to try something else. So I bounced a few ideas off my, my girlfriend. She was like my sounding board. Um, and yeah, I had a few, te- I guess, ideas that just weren't very good. <laughs> I, I was just so sure I wanted business. Sometimes I'd be I'd like to do my research before saying this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then a lot of time the research would show, okay, the, the barriers to entry were too high or the initial costs were going to be too high. And I, I really wanted to work, so I'd try and find a way for that to actually work. But uh, a lot of these ideas were just didn't have any legs. It would need a lot of uh, expenses just to get started yeah. or it would be something that other people with industry experience would be a lot more qualified to do. Or you know, for, for a lot of ideas, I'd need like an in-house designer because I'm not, you know, I'm not a designer. I'm more like the, the business kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, then my partner came up with this idea. Sabrina, her is my my partner and my, my business partner, my 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 life partner, I guess. Yep. Um, yeah, she came up with this idea to. Um, yeah, she's she's got like a Moroccan background and she's seen a lot of amazing. They've got an amazing history of handcraftsmanship there. Yeah. So she saw a lot of goods there that she thought. Would do well over in the West. Mm-hmm. So they, it's a lot of handmade. They have a lot of artisans who hand make different products. Yep. Um, and that's been around for generations, sort of passed from you know father to son and cool. and so forth through the family. Um, but they had quite limited market for their product. Uh, a lot of them might not speak English, or they um, just didn't have the know-how. They knew how to design their products, but they didn't know how to get it end, to say, it get out. it
0: to sale the end user.
1: Yeah, which is not, I mean, not just them, I guess a lot of designers have that issue where they're so passionate about the design, but they don't have the commerciality to actually um, bring the design to market. Yeah. And unfortunately, the success of a business, I think a lot of the time, is the marketing is kind of key and that commerciality, because you can have the best products in the world, but if no one knows about it, then it's just, unfortunately, it's just not not going to work, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're like, okay, let's do this. I was like, this idea, it worked. I did a bit of analysis beforehand. I looked at, you know, did some research on competitors, how much it would cost to set up, were the margins good enough, you know, do we have an, actually have a business? Is there enough demand? Is there space in the market? Um, and I was like, yeah, I think, I think there is. Um, it's not a brand new idea. Like other people have similar ideas. There are businesses sort of um, doing a somewhat similar thing. How um, much time would or-
0: you uh, spend on that kind of research phase, roughly,
1: obviously? Uh, it was probably like took a couple of weeks. Okay, cool. so I was, yeah, just trying to size up how big the market was, um, how easy it would be for us to get in there. What would be our like to entry getting in there? What about the logistics? Trying to crunch the margins, just to see ultimately if if the idea would work. Yeah, I think um, it's, important.
0: I just... it's nice to know what other people, how much research and time they spent on exploring an idea uh, because I think sometimes people get stuck with just that first stage. Uh, they either don't do enough and they dive straight in or they go on for ages and
1: ages and almost talk themselves out of yeah. it rather than into it. Yeah, I, no, 100% agree. I think a lot of people have good ideas, but at the end of the day, you need to do your research to make sure it works. Yeah. And if you're going to do the idea, there's a few things you need to like, test out first on a small scale. Before you decide, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. This is what I'm gonna do.
0: Put all your chips uh, in the pot,
1: as they say. Uh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you need to. Um, you definitely need to do a bit of research. You set your, set yourself up for success. Uh, like I said, I had a couple of other ideas that are probably not worth mentioning, <laughs> but they, they, they just weren't gonna work. Really, I was just so sure that I wanted to have a business, um, and I just. You know, I'm quite impatient. I want to sort of push things through, but I thought, okay, I need to take a bit of time in the research and it'll pay off in, in the long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess after that couple of weeks, um, we, I think the first we actually flew out to Morocco, uh, which is where we get most of our, our goods. Yep. Um, so with supplies and stuff, it's hard to find them online. Like of they course. don't have websites, they don't necessarily speak English. And we're like, we need to go out there if we're going to build up relationships, we need to, to, to meet them. How many
0: times have you been to Morocco now?
1: uh so now uh i just just twice yeah, okay. been, have you been to morocco yourself
0: uh no i haven't family have so they've always said it's uh it's, it's really nice so i just wondered if it was now a, a back and forth from morocco kind of um th- thing you've kind of got going
1: yeah well the business is still super fresh um so i think ideally would go once per quarter nice uh just to like maintain relationships with the the suppliers yep um yeah, go out there and then for, for yeah, new product designs and stuff, it's definitely important to, to go out there. Yeah, yeah uh, we've definitely. had some like funny, like Skype calls and stuff with artisans, which is just really difficult to build up trust on, on uh, Skype or, or video call when the English is like problematic. Of course. you not met them, you can't like touch the products. So I think you get a much better sense than you get like a gut feeling as of well. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that pumped me up so much Like when I went out there and met them, I was like, oh, wow, we can actually really help these local communities, like boost the local communities. They've got amazing products, but they don't know how to, you know, they don't know how to get widen their market. They're just selling it to like, the local market. Yeah. Whereas if, if we go there, we can sort of um, help them by um, increasing their market. And also by cutting out the middleman, we can pass on some of the savings to them as well. And also we thought, just from a business point of view, these products would do really well over here. Yep. they're all handmade, they're very unique. Um, there's a lot of story behind each each product. Um, so I think if someone had them in their, their, their like living room or whatever, they'd, they'd, it'd be kind of nice like with a, like a piece of art, you have a story behind where it's come from. Um, like for example, one of our rugs, it comes from like the Atlas Mountains. These Berber tribes hand weave them for like a couple of months. Wow. then it comes down to the market in Marrakesh, and then it comes here. And it's taken them like six weeks, two months, to, to hand weave them from scratch. Um, and I guess yeah, nowadays you see a lot more um, things. A like, there's a lot more fast fashion things. But I think it's nice to of course kind of preserve this.
0: And it's a great yeah, a great story and process that you get to tell along the way. Um, you know, from going from you know, like you said, the mountains all the way to. Doorstep of the of the customer, if you like. Um, tell we haven't mentioned what the company is, so uh, oh. fire away and plug <laughs> as much as you want. Uh, tell them the name, where they can find you, how to get in contact, because that's what this is all about. So don't shy away from uh, yes, telling people all, all your details. So yeah, go for it.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, no. Sometimes feel free to cut me off. Sometimes I get carried away in, in, in stories and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so the business is called Halfy, and essentially what the, the nature of the business is we bring in ethically sourced homeware and lifestyle products directly from the makers. So we try and connect the consumer directly with the maker, um, and the products in the homeware it's kind of like rugs, throws, uh, baskets. We also come from, as well as Morocco, we do Vietnam, Turkey, but it's always with the artisans themselves, um, and we're always you know, on the lookout very specifically for areas that have a long history of handcraftsmanship. Um, and then on the lifestyle style, style of things, we sell like leather bags, um, we just bought out new cosmetic products, uh, argan oil, which you can only get from Mocha as well. So it's still quite early, so the, the products are kind of uh, cutting and changing, depending yep. on where the demand is. Of course. Uh, but that's sort of the ethos of the business. It's all ethically sourced, it's all handmade, and it's connecting people directly with the maker. And if so anyone you know wants to get
0: from. in contact with you, or the best way to find you, tell them where where that is and how to.
1: So I guess the for social media it's Instagram. Um, It's at Harfi Online, and then in terms of the website, it's Harfi.co.uk.
0: Excellent. Um, Uh, And like I said, it's all about. It's definitely all about getting people on here and and people trying to you know stumble across the podcast, and then hopefully stumble across um, yourselves and and you know go uh, and and really go from there. And obviously that's how I found uh, you to even have you on the podcast is is (laughs) social media. So. yeah now, and now you're here, um so you've talked us through up to you kind of having the idea uh what stage would you say the business is at right now so where where are you where are you how are you currently doing what you and where are you going from here kind of thing uh
1: so I guess we so we' are about six to nine months in now nice. uh, depending on where you, where you sort of started from, so we're still still fresh uh but I feel like we've we've adjusted and adapted. quite we've come quite a long way from when we first started mm-hmm. um specifically in January, so we, we launched the business on the website in August, and then in January, um, we actually sat down and we formulated a proper business plan, very granular, going into real details about you know month on month where we want to be, every single incentive down to sort of the finest detail. Um, so I think we're in a the the structure is there, and there's been quite a lot of growth since we've since we actually did the business plan. That's been pretty helpful for us, Great. Um, especially the past two or three months.
0: Is this what you and your partner do full-time or are you both kind of juggling stuff or are you, you kind of all in?
1: Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, the poker pun. Yeah, I'm always
0: going to keep coming. That's going to keep coming out. <laughs> I, I, I put all
1: my chips, my chips all in the, the, the halfy basket. This is uh, pretty much what all I do with my, you know, it's not like a conventional nine to five as you yeah, know, like oh, with the, cool. you know, this business. It's been, it has its when I wake up every day, I'm always trying to think how can I advance halfy. That's my full-time focus. Uh, my, my business partner, uh Sabrina, um our girlfriend, she's uh she's still got a full time job. Um she, she I mean she's got she's got a good job and uh, yeah I think it'll be a little while until we got to the point where um potentially she she, she would join as well but for for the moment it's just just myself
0: we'll be getting right back into the interview in just a moment we just wanted a chance to say thank you very much for listening if you're not already please subscribe to the youtube channel also we'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the podcast so please make sure you get in touch on any of the social media platforms and finally if you're listening to this in an app please don't forget to rate and review it's really appreciated right straight back to it Okay, nice. And you've been, uh, the the kind of difficult question we were kind of already touched on, uh, kind of just before we came on to the podcast, but you've been going for six to nine months. Has there been a time in that six to nine months that you've thought that you made a wrong decision, that you thought, actually, this isn't what I've thought, I I shouldn't be doing this or whatever. And did you come close to giving up, if so? Or how did you kind of navigate around that? Uh, Yeah,
1: I don't think there's ever been a point where I've been close to giving up. I think we've made a lot of mistakes along the way, mm-hmm. for sure. But that's how we, we've learned. And, I've, I've, you know, the, the business has changed a lot from when we had first conceived the idea to where it's at now. Yeah. But every, at no point have I doubted that the business will be a success in the long term. And I just think that if we can get all the, you know, our, our experience and our decisions are going to get better over time. Yeah. And if we can just get all those small decisions done well, then we, the business will sort of come in together as a whole. So yeah. now we see, like, I see it like a jigsaw, you know. So there's like all the different bits. You've got the, the marketing, finances, operation, et cetera. And then within the marketing, you've got, you know, Facebook ads, Google, everything. But then as you sort of nail on each piece, I think that feels, the struggle is there, but I think that's part of the fun, right? The struggle is how you learn and improve. Definitely. Uh, and I've just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the time has sort of flown by. Uh, and this has been, I guess, difficult times, but my, I think my personality is quite well suited to this.
0: I was going to say the, uh, the competitive nature that you're talking about and also I'm assuming, and again, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the kind of uh, analysis of a poker player and analyzing kind of where your stuff got kind of all fits together uh, kind of makes sense that you're hungry to push on and take a bit of risk here and there, but also you know,
1: competitive so you want to you know, succeed. Yeah, I guess one of the things that puts people off about business is it's risky, right? Because you don't have the security, you don't have your paycheck coming in. Uh, but, you know, I've never really had that. I've never <laughs> really had any worries about security. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to kind of push to the next, uh, push the next level. And I guess the the poker does help in the sense that, in like a month to month basis, on on say on on poker, you can definitely lose. But if you get all the decisions right. Um, it's just maths. Like you're going to make money in the long term. Mm-hmm. So I try not in the business. Um, yeah. Try not look at how many sales we made that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will look at you know how ha- have we done over sort of a three month period, mm-hmm. and also just try and evaluate against. We'll have our plan in place. So let's say we'll have our plan for Q2, and then I'll say, well, have we done all the inputs? Where where could we improve? Um, so I guess that analysis does help. Try not to get or you get you get kind of emotional because your business is like your baby. You definitely do get emotional about yeah. it. Much more emotional than what I would have thought. What I was before mm-hmm. doing anything else. Like everything seems to be like multiplied by ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like any any issue of like a customer, I would do anything to like resolve that issue. That you know, give me sleepless nights. I'll get up early. Um, you know, I've like gone. I've taken the tube to drop off a parcel at the start. Cause I didn't want. It. I was worried it was going to arrive like on time. Actually, it was supposed to arrive on time, and I was super worried. So <laughs> I actually took a tube and I dropped it off myself. Nice. Um, so yeah, every, everything seems to to get multiplied. But um,
0: no, I agree. I think um, to move, move into kind of um, the present, and and I think you <laughs> might have a a different take to most people who've been on the podcast yeah. about community. Um, But uh, this podcast is to drive like uh, people that are high street community um, into Mm -hmm. business and coming online, but also people that are coming across this podcast to understand that there needs to be a network of businesses supporting businesses, but actually the Mm -hmm. public supporting businesses, etc. But you've also got another community that you're obviously in, which is obviously the 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 artisan community in terms of Mm -hmm. where you have to potentially travel to or at least create a a, a sense of community or at least relationships. So can you talk a little bit about yeah how community has been for you, whether that's the business community, the general public, and and uh, customers, or you know, or and or your take on the kind of artisan community?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think I mean one of the things that has been the most fulfilling and enjoyable about the business is community. So I guess there's two separate points there. There's the community with the the artisans. And so one of the things that really drives me is that down the line, I think we can have a real effect on these local communities. Mm-hmm. So I've gone out there, I've met these people, I've met their family. Um, you know, they've given they, they've given me lifts. We've become like friendly. Mm-hmm. And I, it really drives me to the point, you know, that I can actually think I can actually make a significant difference. Yep. Like we wouldn't need to reach much dem- demand here to really change the lives of that specific community. Um, so I, th- I think that's, that's great. Whenever I go out there, we always have like mock and tea together. Um, we sort of talk through and through. And we're, we're kind of training them up in some sense. Because when we first started, we're like, there's a, you know, a bit rough. You're not used, they're not used to dealing with people internationally. Yeah. And so there's cultural differences as well in of terms course. of community. So it's like they teach me certain ways that they do things, yep. um, which is quite different. <laughs> it's very different how we do things here. Um, so we still, it's a bit of two and fro to really build that relationship. Build that trust, which takes takes time. Um, and that really
0: relationships that could last for a long time as well, considering how you're helping them and they're helping you. Um, as long as it's mutual, that that seems like something that could be really beneficial for a long term kind of relationship of
1: what they're making and how you're helping them. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I I hope so. Yeah, I hope, uh, this relationship I built, especially on the last trip, that we can work for them, work with them for a long time. Um, and that, that relationship would develop and evolve. Um, but I think that that is one of the real driving factors for the business, that we're not just doing it to, I guess, make make money or whatever. There's more wholesome um, reason for doing it. There's the more um, fulfilling element I, that you talked about that poker wasn't giving you. Yeah, yeah. It's completely different. And on the, the other side of community, like meeting other people who are doing their own businesses and like me helping them, them helping me with our struggles. I think whatever business you're doing, you're going to have similar struggles. Mm-hmm. And unless you're actually doing your own business and like before I'd done it myself, you don't really know what it's like. Yep. Um, and I said, everything is sort of, everything is sort of multiplied. You feel things like a, a lot more when it's your own thing. Mm-hmm. And unless you meet someone who's actually got their own own business, it's tough to, to relate of course. Um, because you just don't, you just don't care as much.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, so talking about struggles, um, can you tell us about something that you're struggling with right now? Um, that one uh, again. The, the reason for this question is that maybe you're struggling with it, and someone who listens that could potentially help or give some insight. Uh, but also the other side to this question is that uh, people understand who want to start a business or have started a business that people go through struggles, and you know no one's got it all kind of worked out.
1: Yeah, I mean in terms of, I mean it's a constant struggle in terms of like you're putting fires out. I don't know if you find it so you put fires out all the time especially when you're dealing with customers um, and dealing with the sort of supplies that we're dealing with. It's not the most predictable thing. So there's the struggles and in, in marketing as well, like at the start, you just have to be prepared to, um, your return on investment is not going to be, it's going to build over time as your brand builds. Yep. So you have to be kind of, take that leap of faith, I guess, to invest the money in, it's going to be term. Um, so in terms in terms of that, I think if you, if you, if you're not willing to to do the struggle, um, I wouldn't do a business. I, I think most people, to get to the position where I'm at here, I think most people would have definitely given up, um, mm, just because yeah. we've, we've had so many knockbacks, so many things have just gone completely wrong. Yep, yep. Um, There's got to be
0: use, element of perseverance and
1: resilience. And just self-belief that you believe in the business, Yeah. because um, a lot of things is going to tell you that, like, oh, maybe you're not doing the right thing, um, I could definitely you've got to have a lot of confidence in what you're doing and a lot of belief. And yeah, like you said, perseverance is huge. Um, so if you don't have that type of personality, I wouldn't recommend doing it yeah. because it's not that glamour. Like a lot of it's not that glamorous. It's a lot of hard work behind the scenes to really get the, the end result. Um, so yeah, like we're talking about like doing finances or operations. I've packed so many boxes. I've had so many things break. I've had so many angry customers, uh, couriers, like, oh, there's just so many, things that have gone wrong where it'd be easy to like at the time you're like oh this is kind of annoying but you know at the end of the day i just feel lucky that i've got this opportunity yeah 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 um is there
0: anything in in particular you can think of that you are struggling that you are struggling with that would like help one obviously i'm
1: just pushing you but it doesn't matter if you haven't yeah so uh in terms of in terms of that part i guess i'm struggling to lose like i'm doing most things myself actually so really giving away control to other people yeah, I'm finding that difficult. It's your, your baby, remember?
0: Time. Huh? It's your baby. Remember that's why it's it is. Yeah, so even like small more.
1: things, like it's it's um, there's that element of trust, and that you just think I'm I just going to care so much more than they will. Mm-hmm. I guess just um, like down the line, we we would like to to build the team up, um, and you know I'm almost at like full capacity, so just finding ways to um, yeah, pass on you know pass on the delegate some responsibility up.
0: elsewhere yeah
1: exactly so I wouldn't say it's I guess it's one specific um one specific thing um yeah. and I guess the other thing I guess in terms of community at the moment I'm kind of uh, working from home so it can be kind of I have been looking. Okay, this is something that could maybe people could help with. Is that I've been looking for a community essentially. I've been looking for like a business club that I can join mm-hmm. with other like minded people mm-hmm. where we can push each other on share ideas. Of course. Um, I have gone to like these, um, a number of different events, but I find it's not quite the right. Um, Quite, quite the right fit. So, yep. it's, if, if there was like, um, I'd imagine it'd be something, it, it's sort of like a paid for club for people who are quite serious. Yep. So, I find a lot of people, it's like people who are just starting out or they have the ideas. but I think it'd be good to have a club where people are actually doing it. Yep. Um, so, that's something that I was looking at sort of co working spaces, but this didn't really make sense uh, Overhead. to do that. Yeah, because I'll just say, like, you know, I've got, I can, I can make, you can do a thing here. I've got yep. my computer hits quicker here, my wi is quicker here. Yep. So that like, doesn't make sense, but then I do like, uh, I definitely need to get out of the house. Like every day, I make sure I get out. Yeah. I'm a quite social person, mm-hmm. so that's very important to me. So there's that constant cross between. Uh, yeah, I like to socialise, but at the end of the day, I don't want to get distracted. I'm like quite tunnel vision on the goal. I get that. So I think if you, you know, you like, like find the right people, then it, you can definitely definitely help each other out so I guess if someone's doing like a similar business yeah uh, e- e-commerce business and they want to reach out to me um, and they think we could sort of help each other out um, we'd have similar struggles then definitely or some sort of community I would definitely be open to that
0: sounds good so listeners if anybody is listening and uh, can help out then yeah get in get in touch with Chris definitely um, I think friends. I think that's the, com- the community element is uh, is I know that um, running business, it can often be you can be so goal orientated. Sometimes you miss uh, the opportunity of making those connections uh, because you're focusing your goal. But actually, helping yeah. other people and kind of cross collaboration can excel you even further, even quicker because you're seeing things or doing things from a different perspective that you
1: that helps you just see things differently. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think other people have different people have different skills and they come at a different angle. Yeah. So it's definitely definitely useful to. Um, yeah, get get different opinions and also just push each other on and just uh just for like positive motivation. Yeah. Um if I ever come across people who are doing their own business, I'm always super curious, asking yep. lots of questions and sort of I think a lot of time it can be like it can feel like you're doing it on your own. So it's definitely good to have that like positive push that you are doing something that is Hopefully, going to make make a difference.
0: That's literally why I started the podcast. So one of the reasons is is that I was like, um, I want to speak to people that are running their own business or have been business owners. I want to learn <laughs> and listen and talk to them about their stories, their insight, um, their experiences to learn from. But while I'm doing that, why don't I share that with a wider community that other people might take it take from it as well? But uh, you know, our first one to admit that this was kind of almost a, a selfish project, a product, a, a project to just be like, let me talk to more people and then use that um, and to to get things for my own benefit as well as hopefully helping other people. So,
1: Right, no, absolutely. And it's always like, there's always a selfish element to everything you do, really. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if there's ever really like a completely selfless act, but what you're doing is obviously quite inspiring to other people. Like I checked out some of your sort of podcasts. You've got interesting guests on people like people that people can relate to as well. Um, it's sort of probing into actually what's what's um what goes into running a business. So what you're doing is really helping inspire other people like myself, um, to know that there are other people out there with with similar struggles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, it's really good.
0: So uh, Simply Create is obviously my company and it's really big on creativity. So uh, we, uh, we kind of actually believe that creativity is uh, fundamental for businesses, especially now and will be in the future uh, when lots <laughs> of things get automated um, and technology kind of uh, makes things leaner, that creativity is going to be the standout factor between you know what takes things to the next level. Um, how important are you finding or do you think creativity is in your business? Um, uh, uh, yeah, and how, how do you use it or, or how do obviously uh, the artisans are using it? But yeah, but what's your kind of just general take on the element of creativity within business?
1: Yeah, I think like we said creativity is important as you get um, a lot more things are automated. It's difficult to really stand out. So especially when you're doing brand awareness, that's creativity is how you're going to um, show yourself different and how you're going to get kind of your personality across. Mm-hmm. So I guess one example um, was we took a videographer with us to our last trip to Morocco, Fez, and he basically took he, – he was there for three days just filming um, a guy called uh, Tommy – and he filmed like interviews with the artisans and they were loving it as well. They got like really excited talking about making the products, so that that felt good. Just they, were, they had a couple of days of excitement there. Yeah. Um, but then, so what we do with the videos is then he will compile them, edit them to really, it's difficult to get across our kind of business in, in words. I think yep. video's a lot more powerful. Yep. To get across actually being out in Morocco, um, seeing the products, seeing them actually making the products, seeing us inter- interacting with them, is, is, is a lot more powerful than uh, what you can do with words. Um, so that's ex- and something like Instagram as well, like there's so many people on Instagram and they're just posting. Uh, it can be kind of bland, right? Because especially when um, sometimes, so I do our Instagram account and if you're posting every day, you can get into like a rut. Like, sometimes I'm like, what am I going to post? Like, nothing. I'm not inspired to post anything today. I can't think of something interesting. I don't yeah. just want to post like a salesy post. So I do think it's quite good to try and be, creative of what you're posting on there Mm -hmm. because there's so many like you know on instagram it's so saturated yeah
0: yeah, Yeah. and even more when you go into certain niches is even more saturated than just being in you know instagram saturation there's kind of industry saturation i kind of feel like um one of the ones in particular that i've kind of had to deal with recently is like the fitness uh the side of instagram (laughs) that's just a beast until its own it's not even like anything else
1: yeah, it's just, yeah, there's, uh, there's just so much, yeah, like you said, there's so much saturation there and so you see, it's hard for them to, to sort of separate themselves out.
0: Yeah, exactly. You have to think about something different to, to step out of the, uh, of the break the mould kind of uh, territory, I suppose. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, completely. What
0: do you think is the most unique thing about your business?
1: The most unique thing about the business... I guess that makes it distinguish it from other businesses It's that all the products are handmade and they come directly from the, the makers in, in developing countries. So every product has a story. Every product is completely unique with like handmade products as the stitching or the colouring, every product is is different. Yes. So you know when you get that product that has come if someone's poured their like uh heart and soul into that product. Of course. And so it's um yeah, it's just not something that there's gonna be thousands of them. It's gonna be um individual and the sort of personality the person you made it's going to be in there
0: i'm assuming that's going to be um for for every product pretty much sold as well in terms of how they're doing it and feeling and all that kind of stuff comes into play if they're making one at a time rather than it being a kind of you know churning out hundreds of thousands all the time
1: yeah it it takes them a long time to just just make one like i said one rug takes between six to eight weeks of sort of hard. Uh, you know, pulling heart and soul for, for two months. So I think they, yeah, they get quite. Uh, they're probably quite emotionally connected to their products. And when we did the, the videography in Morocco, and they got the opportunity to talk about their craft, they were clearly very passionate.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Have you? the video been released yet, or you? Is that coming? Is that coming soon to an to a Instagram account near
1: you? <laughs> yeah, watch watch this space. Uh, uh, I think it's gone for a few edits actually, because I'm kind of uh, like to try and get things is kind of exactly how I want. But it should be coming out coming out soon. Um, a, Tommy came out on the trip, he's, he's working hard on that so it uh, should come out in the next couple of weeks and we'd put it on Instagram and, and the website as well.
0: Amazing, amazing. What's been the most successful so far? So obviously I'm, I'm going to bet you know, this video is going to do wonders for you I'm not even, uh, I'm, obviously I do videography myself so I'm just betting on the videographer uh-huh. right yeah, now. That's so what you've done, you've got um, some really good stuff on there. Um, but what do you think um, has been the most successful advertising avenue for you so far?
1: Uh, oh, Instagram has been really good for organic uh, growth um, just because it's, it's picture-based yeah. and it can sort of grow, grow naturally without um, the return on investment is generally quite, quite good mm-hmm. um, but I think the lifeblood of most e-commerce businesses is going to be uh, Google so that takes a bit more more time but search again uh, to technical SEO and get yourself up the Google rankings that's where almost all of the traffic will come from down the line yeah, uh, it take, takes a few months to for that to really kick in.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, mate, yeah, makes perfect sense. Um, uh, have you got a piece of advice um, for anybody who wants to to start a business? Not necessarily in your niche, although it can be. You can really give some focused advice. um uh-huh. not copy my idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have got any anybody who's sitting there listening to this or watching this right now, I'm thinking I've got this idea. And I'm I'm kind of on the on the cusp of starting or not starting. Have you got some advice for them to to
1: help them along the way kind of thing? Um Yes, I think you it's important that you're very passionate about what you're doing. You're not just trying to make a quick buck because that won't last. That won't get you through that long nights when you're trying to uh trying to get through the less glamorous parts of doing it. Mm-hmm. So do something first of all, don't think about first of all think about what weight, what you're passionate about is. Um, and then also you do need to research to make sure it's a legitimate business idea. Mm-hmm. Make sure that, you know, can you, can you afford to put in the money that's going to gonna need to get the business off the ground? If not, are you going to be able to get investment? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people get carried away with the actual idea yep. and they get so focused on the idea. Um, but at the end of the day, it's um, it's not, the idea is just one small part, one small cog of the machine. So you, you do need to look at, look at the other parts as well to see if it, if it does make sense.
0: And that's why you uh, need to love it, right? Because the idea is only the small part. And if you don't love it, you've got to do all these other things that you might not love around it, but they have to be done.
1: Yeah, so many other parts. Yeah, especially if like, a lot of people obviously focus on, on the design. Um, but the marketing, I mean, the finances is, is very important. Definitely. Uh, so, I mean, it's not, the, it's not necessarily the most fun part. Um, <laughs> but you need to see, can you sustain, you start a business, you're probably not going to make money first year. Very unlikely you're going to make much money, to be honest you're going to get the payoff three, four years down the line. So are you willing to spend a lot of hard work when you're not going to get any, um, any return initially? So you need a lot of grit and perseverance and, um, yeah, passion. I think passion's pretty important. What
0: um, Going into the future section, so the last little section now, just a <laughs> few more questions. Uh, what are you most excited about for your business in the next 12, 18 months, maybe two years?
1: Uh, most passionate about um yeah i just want just to want to continue the growth that we've started so i think the business is going to change a lot from where it is now to the future and just just getting well established um building on the, the, momentum.
0: And the foundations you've already created kind of thing
1: exactly um and hopefully i guess after a couple of years you want the business to be we're still quite fresh but you want the business to be profitable mm-hmm. definitely after uh, sort of 18 months is when you want to start looking at actually um making a profit, but I think, yeah, at the start, the, the key is really revenue, like, you do need to uh, focus on that and growing that, mm-hmm. and then all the sort of the nicer ideas that you have, the more wholesome ideas, that will come off the back of having, having a lot of revenue, yeah. that will be a vehicle to achieve what you want to, yep. um, so I think, really, the, yeah, build, building the business, building up demand, and just establishing ourselves um, more in, in the UK,
0: UK we'll, market. We'll definitely be watching closely, I tell you that. Um what uh a, a kind of a bit off, off of uh subjects, but um yeah, I in. uh what is your favorite or most useful productive tool um that you're using in your business now, like an app or something that uh you just think every day I, I use that
1: and I need it and it's valuable and uh, I'm, I'm getting quite good on uh, Photoshop. Okay. I think that's pretty, if you're on Instagram, Photoshop is very... Uh, and on, on, on your website, especially e-commerce, the pictures need to be um, really good. Yep. So I've, I've, I like it. There's so much to Photoshop. When I first started, I thought it was quite overwhelming. But I think yeah. that's a super useful one when you're doing an image-based... Um, Business and also I'd, I'd recommend Shopify. I use the Shopify platform for my website. Okay. If you're not too good at, you're not too technical like myself when I started, mm-hmm. it gives an easy way to build a quite uh, good-looking website, mm-hmm. and the support there is is, is great as well. So they they're used to dealing with people who are just starting out, and they give you all the tools yep. to to get everything up and running. So I'd I'd give a shout out to Shopify as well.
0: Might check that out myself. Uh, Got a few um, e-commerce type things coming up in the future, I think. Um, Oh, okay. So um, a scenario question. Um, Mm -hmm. If someone, and this is kind of based on learnings, probably from pre-poker, after poker, trying out sales, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, If someone who's just out of school, just out of college or university, and they're looking to get employed somewhere, How do you think they can stand out from the crowd? What can they do or what would your advice be to kind of uh, take that step into something they want to do rather than just getting a
1: job they feel like they have to do? Um, So definitely in terms of to stand out, definitely want to start getting internships. If I I went back in time and Mm -hmm. I told myself I would have got internships every summer, get experience in different businesses mm-hmm. and also build your network. I think networking is huge yeah. um, in, in business as well. Um, so make sure you you build your network and you utilize your network. Yep. Um, on LinkedIn now, for example, you can see, let's say you want to apply to a company, you can see that you're, they tell you a second connection with, you're probably going to meet a company you want to apply at, you probably know someone working there yeah, most yeah. of the time, or you know someone who's friends with someone who, who works there. So yeah, get in touch with them and get in touch with your friend and say, Look, I'm interested to work in this company. Mm-hmm. Can you meet up for coffee? I did a lot a few similar things when I um with this business. I met up with people who are doing similar businesses through LinkedIn. So I would utilise LinkedIn and really um yeah, make make use of make use of your network. Um so that that's
0: I think that sounds, and, and, and it's the reason I say that is I think it's uh, something I definitely agree with as well. Um, I, I, I'm a big fan of um, social media and the power it can have positively for both businesses, communities, for anyone really, um, but only if obviously using the right way. And I think, you know, something you've just mentioned there, using LinkedIn to recognize people that you have certain networks or connections with and developing those relationships is, is, is a definite massive
1: positive. And I think people are happy to do it actually. So, a lot of people are nervous. I ask someone to, to meet up for coffee, they'll think it's a burden, but I don't think they do. Like, people like, um, they like passing on knowledge. Like, if someone hit me up and said, Look, I'm interested in starting a business, and they send me a message, let's go for a coffee, if they're really serious about it, I would, you know, you gain, I think you gain quite a lot from helping other people. Definitely. As much as I like to, to learn from someone else, it's nice to teach and help other people as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, um, which moves on to the last and final question, which is a kind of get your own back style question. Uh-huh. You, do you have a question for me? Is there something you want to challenge me on? Is there something that you'd like to ask me? Um, you don't have to, but it's just my uh, way of saying I've asked you and put you under the kind of spotlight for a while now. It's your turn to get your own back.
1: All right. Let me let me think about something juicy. <laughs> but, um, I think it's too juicy. <laughs> no, no. I had, I had a look at sort of your business, and I've seen you. you do a lot of podcasts, um, which is really good. So I guess I'll be interested to know what what's what's your kind of end goal for Simply Create? What where are you trying to get to?
0: Um, Simply Create is uh, something that I set out um, wanting to really focus on my local well local area as local as I could become with the stretching out of Essex and East London really which is what the podcast is kind of all about um, uh, which in the and again in the day and age of the internet I can obviously there's ability to go worldwide and all that kind of stuff which is um, you know amazing uh, but actually we often miss things that are on our doorstep uh, and I'm really interested about those things you know the, the the someone who's got a business right around the corner that I could potentially help and um, take them from kind of uh, being what they are to building their brand and bringing them into the kind of digital uh, world of kind of social media so um, that's re- what it's really about but what I'm the kind of the passion that runs through that is the fact that mm-hmm. I think that creativity is a really underrated skill in business um, I feel like um, it's kind of overlooked at times uh, at what can really build a great culture if you're growing your team so I really want to Um, I really want a business that has a big team, a large team based wherever. Um, I don't actually want a um, uh, a headquarters. I don't want a business um, bricks and mortar. I want it to be based from different kind of satellite of their own homes etc and it all being networked but working in a collaboration style um and kind of very kind of fluid in in the way in which like people don't necessarily have to work the nine till five as we've already discussed um so i really want to kind of build that kind of online business community uh but something where we're all kind of working to, to to one goal um that's really the main the main focus of of simply create um is taking a while. It's gonna take a lot longer um, than Boarding anyone board, I think. ever really, yeah, thinks. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's the journey and I'm I'm loving what I'm doing and I'm getting my hands dirty every day. So um, that's good. Yeah, it's that's kind of it really. I'm sure you I'm sure you're learning a lot as well. I'm trying to absorb like a sponge as much as I can. You know, some days you do that better than others.
1: What what what's the thing? What's the biggest challenge that you found?
0: Um my, mine is probably something I've always known, but has become more and more apparent, um, is the fact that I always have ideas. I have loads of ideas. I, I have uh-huh. books and books and, and things I own. Got, I've got to be really careful to stay focused on what's going to bring value to the business and me, and what's going to uh, push the quality of my business forward, rather than just be a, a little side project for a little while. But then mm-hmm. that little while might take me away for two, three months and nothing really happened with the business. So I just need
1: to be, be careful with that. But I'm very mindful of it, which helps. And have you, have you uh, so like in my, it sounds like kind of similar to myself, in my business, I'm that kind of guy like I have ideas like all the time and I'm like, I want to do this, I want to do that. But my business partner, Sabrina, she's much more organized yep. and structured. Have mm-hmm. you thought about, is this something you want to do on your own or have you thought about actually? So I, some-
0: actually have, I actually have someone who works for me already. Um, that I hired uh, which was another process in itself which was interesting oh, okay he's named Sam How's and he, that? he's a graphic designer um, going brilliantly um, uh, interesting because obviously you have to always think about okay. payment <laughs> uh, and money and finance Whoa.
1: a lot uh, of other things but you're not know, just looking at yourself yeah for sure. yeah
0: um, and I also have two people that I work that I'm hoping to bring on board in the future but I actually know them uh, one of them's an a kind of uh, an auditor so very structured um uh, and i used to work with him uh, and the other one's a project manager who are, and i've worked with both of them trust them immensely uh been great help even getting me this far um so i'd love to bring them on board and they know this already i'm very open with them um i just need to get to a certain phase where i can afford them because they're very uh very um experienced let's put it that way so
1: yeah, that's good. And it obviously shows they've got belief in your business. Um, if they're yeah, willing to yeah. come board and join. So that, that should give you a yeah, really on.
0: supportive and you know, try to open doors for me and they're there to give me feedback. Where I'm really deep into the business, sometimes you 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 know have to go outside of yourself and be like what's going on what you you know um uh, have i got this right i literally had a call with them like last week and said this is something i need to go down i want to explore do i leave Uh it i carry on and they were like nope it sounds spot on so carry on kind of things that's
1: yeah that's so useful to have a sounding board 100 yeah completely especially people that you trust and obviously good at what they do yeah 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 Um, because I'm yeah, like yourself, you know, I have so many ideas. And then sometimes you're like, am I crazy? Is this like crazy idea? Nah, and
0: yeah. they're like, no,
1: no, that 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 works, but you just need to do it in a certain, you know, think about the structure and channel it in a certain yeah, way.
0: Yeah, And certain way in certain time, right? Sometimes you have to wait, right? It's a great idea, but let's go yeah. back to it in six months or whatever, uh, park it and carry on rather than just dive straight in and forget about kind of other stuff, so. Yeah, you forget about what
1: you're doing in the morning, like come up with your, your plan for the day, yeah. and then like halfway through, you're researching some other idea that was not on the agenda at all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I like that feeling
0: definitely happened to me. Um, Chris, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on. Thank you very much for agreeing to come on. Um, I really hope people checking you. I really hope people check you out, uh, check your business out, and uh, again, if Simply Create could do anything to support you and, and help you, then please get in contact and let us know. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll obviously be pushing this out to all pro- podcast platforms, and people can uh, have a look, and
1: hopefully uh, they'll get in touch with you. Sounds good. Yeah, I like the format. And uh, yeah, same. I'll sort of be watching out what you're doing as well. Maybe, maybe in a year's time we'll sort of uh, catch up if you're not too big time by then.
0: <laughs> or, or you. Uh, <laughs> they. Uh, well, that is part of the plan, actually. One of the reasons I ask uh, the question, what do you reckon you'll be doing in, in like a two year's time, a year and a half's time, is that it will be really nice to potentially have old... A podcast, uh podcast uh, kind of guests on and revisit where they are what they're doing even to the point of and I'm sure this will not be in your case but you know if they're not doing that anymore I think that would be really yeah. interesting kind of story of of that journey
1: yeah yeah definitely it would be interesting to have that to look back on as well to see how uh, how things change how you look at things I think always look at things differently so definitely okay sure. thank
0: you very much have a, a great time and all the best for the future
1: alright thanks for having me take care
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review and any comments with any feedback would be much appreciated.